Bellingham. In towards Schmeichel. It's come for Dwight York. Cleared. Geeks with a shot. Jerry Name on the trophy. Double tonight. Taking on Sergio Ramos. It's a good cross. Gerard! So, uh, hello and welcome to the first edition of VAR. What is it good for? We are the home team in your ears, in your ears, music FC, even with the joint managers, myself, Chippy, and me, Mr. Duckers, <laughs> ducking chips. How about that? Is that a meal? <laughs> Can we go with that? Chips. Yeah, well, I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> chips and duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can help that. That's just, I'll put that as like as a sub headline or something. <laughs> anyway, Chippy, how are, you, how are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Right, 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 looking forward to this. Looking forward to having a chat with our uh, with our man Roy over there, Mister Roy. Yeah, who is our uh, is the way team this uh, this week, and he's the manager for <laughs> Bolton Wanderers. <laughs> how you doing, Roy, mate? I'm all good, mate. Duck and chips, I like that. <laughs> you know, you know. You're, you're, in, you're in the wrong job here, Louis. Might chip. get you a little mini metro getaway car. Duck and <laughs> chips. Get you off to his automobile. Is that, yeah. is that a delicacy in Bolton, Roy? Yeah, it might be. Get in Yeah. How are you anyway, Roy? Are you good? I'm all good, mate, yeah. Sounds a pound. Still at work gear. So grafting, as usual. Always and, uh, grafting. Getting ready for the uh, new sheds. So new sheds. Exciting times, mate. Definitely. It's very exciting times, yeah. Really so, exciting. So, so what, what have we got coming up then over the uh, the next few months then, Roy? Well, we've as, as got, boys. got a little warm-up. On the 9th of March at Wax and Beans, it's a free gig. It's sold out in a couple of hours. Uh, and then we've got the big one at the Phoenix, the Phoenix Part 2, which you two were at. Phoenix yes. Part 2, yeah. Uh, we've got Aziz, Mr. Aziz Ibrahim and uh, Mr. Indigo Goldfinger playing all the Ian Brown hits. And uh, we've got Mr. MC Tunes, as usual. And uh, we've just announced Newcastle and Jenny Dixon supporting us with MC oh, Tunes nice. as well. That's in April. Uh, then we've got the new single out, uh, the the new version of Blues on the 23rd of this month. So, yeah, all good. All busy, busy. Marvellous. So, obviously, right there, the name of the, um, the podcast is VAR. What is it good for? What's your views on VAR, eh? Or VAR? Can't stand it. Can't stand it. It's an absolute <laughs> joke. It's like, they turn it into American football, aren't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? There'll be 15 minute breaks and stoppages and stuff there. You know, what about this blue card stuff and all that? Huh? Oh, yeah, well, well, we've got that, so come on later. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I don't agree with it. I, th I think I think there should be controversy in football. I think that's what people talk about, you know what I mean? And and stuff like that. Bolton have been robbed a few times, and but it is what it is, isn't it? It's a decision and stick by it and that's it. And 
they're taking the fun out of the game and the controversy out of the game and stuff like that, in my view. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't agree more, mate. Couldn't agree more. We're yeah. used to human error in football for years, and it's still happening with art. You know, they've still got guys in the upstairs, wherever they are, they're, they're doing their thing, and they're still making mistakes. I know, yeah. So it's, it's not... It's, and it's, it's still 15 it. minutes now on the end of a game. And they're drawing them, drawing them lines on it, and you're still none the wiser. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's just, it's, it's, it's just, it's just complicated things, aren't they? They change the rules every year, bringing different offside, a fingernail in your offside and stuff like that. It's terrible, isn't it? It's like, just let the game flow as, as it always has done for... Hundred and whatever years, you know what I mean. There was nothing wrong with it before. Leave it alone. Here, here. I'll drink to that, mate. <laughs> so we've got a few community um, points of view on that as well. And Steve Hayes from the In Your Day community says uh, the reason for bringing it in was fine. However, the implementation and reality is a different matter. Suck the joy out of the game. So echoing your sentiments there in terms of sucking the joy out of the game, Roy. Yeah, like I say, how far do you go? You know what I mean? It's it's like, what are they going to bring in next? You know, blue card. Well, well yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I say, you're adding 10, 15 minutes sometimes on a game. You know what I mean? Because of these stupid decisions. And it's just mad. There's just no, there's, there's still no, uh, I don't know. It's just, it's mad in it. Every game, they're still making mistakes on every game and, and stuff like that. And it, it's just like, it's just a waste, a complete waste of money and time, in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. Well, there was two uh, penalty decisions over the weekend, weren't there? Yeah. I can't remember. I've heard it right now, but I can't remember the game now. Off the top of my head. But we were two hand balls, and they were given yeah. these hand balls, and they were ridiculous decisions. But they get, what, because it's, it's this new rule in the game, it was hand ball in the box, so when you're not looking which way, you're not supposed to be looking. Penalty. VAR. Well, I mean. Yeah, it's crap. <laughs> Get rid. Get rid. Let's call it shit, right? Let's call it what it is, mate. It's shit. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, VAR's always a talking point, and we've got another couple of talking points over the last few weeks. And, well, in fact, I was having a look at how many trophies he's won, but he's, uh, he's leaving. It's Jurgen Klopp. And when I was looking at how many trophies he won, I've also found out that his middle name, go on, Roy, you're never going to guess what Jurgen Klopp's middle name is. Uh, right, I'll give it you. I can tell from the anticipation. <laughs> the face, but I'll give it you. It is Jürgen Norbert Klopp. Are you having That's, that one? <laughs> Norbert. Sounds Norbert. Yes. Good name for a band, that, Norbert. <laughs> <laughs> well, like a, a, a proper German name, that, isn't it? Norbert. 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 <laughs> well, That's the name he used to call like, kids when they were a bit, been a bit of a divvy, aren't you, Norbert? Ryan Bolton. <laughs> <laughs> might be a Blackpool thing, that chip star. Yeah, yeah it might be, mate. What do you think about Klopp going in there, Roy? What do you think about his decision? I don't know. He's he's obviously got something else lined up. There's there's rumours about the German job, isn't there? You know what I mean? He's got I that. I was thinking that, yeah. Plus the real job might be coming up, you know what I mean? So... Everyone's got ambition, haven't they? You know what I mean? But it's funded him right as well, you know. Has he has he asked for a couple of players this year and, and they've said no, you, you don't know from that side, do you? You know what I mean? And he, he looked visibly upset when he when he was saying it. You could you could see it in him and you can see his passion, but everyone has the, the time, doesn't they? You know what I mean? And it's just, I think it's just run its course now. 
Yeah, well, he, he signed just, just, sorry, early, didn't he? he signed a new contract last year as well. So yeah, he's that. But he did also just touching on the um, you know, like the possibility of like the German job and the Real Madrid. But he he, he has made a promise apparently, well, hasn't he, to Liverpool fans that he won't manage another football club. It's got to be international then, hasn't it? That's a, that's, that's a big statement because he's a big manager. He's I'll give him a couple of years or not even I'll give him a year out of the game and they'll be pissed off. He'll like, want to come back in. Oh, definitely. He'll be he'll, he's he'll too be, big of a character, isn't he? Yeah, he, he's got plenty more years left in him. He's only he's still only young for a manager, really, isn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relatively, yeah. When you look when you look at uh, Mr. Palace, well he's, he's about 140 now, isn't he, Roy? Uh, something like that, yeah. Boy, bloody hell. He's been around for years, hasn't he? Yeah. Fair play to him, though. Fair play to him managing Premier League football. Is that what is he about 74? He's something like that, isn't he? you if you're fit enough and your mind's still there, why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. You've still got knowledge, haven't you? Absolutely. So he was born in 1947. Apparently, Roy Hodgson. 47, so what's 53? Yeah. Was that 79? Is it? That's no, as old as your underpants, that chip here. <laughs> it must mean he's yeah. 76 then. Well, I've, I've been watching <laughs> episode now. I think we're about done now. Thanks very much for joining me. <laughs> see, see, see you later. See you later, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and also, so talking about managers in the Prem just in general, um, and I don't know what you two think about this, but I've been thinking like there's not been as many sacks this year. Like we're within Feb now, and we're halfway through Feb, and like the Sheffield United manager's gone on here. Uh, he's been changed, and um, I'm sure it's coming. Wilder is it that's coming? Yeah. So yeah, Wilder came in, didn't he, and replaced uh, Heckingbottom. And has there been any more? There might have been one or two, but certainly not as many as usual. As many. Oh, I meant I meant to no, look at this earlier. Why, <laughs> <laughs> is it who? I think they're just running out of people for a point now. They, 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 that many got sacked last year and year before. You, oh, there's the, there's the uh, Boris fellow as well, aren't they? Cooper. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, Cooper, so, yeah. he got sacked, didn't he? I, he think, I think that's it. I can't think of any others. So, yeah, I think there's probably been two that have been sacked. I mean, like you say, Rob, like people like Allardyce and Pulis, they're probably saying, no, we're not uh, we're not in for it this time. We're not coming out and uh, having our <laughs> oh, yeah. team spit of fun or something. <laughs> Who has just gone into the Scottish Premier League though, and he keep he seems to be keep doing this, and he's in his seventies. Uh, Warnock, he seems to like a little job round about January or February, doesn't he? Until the end of the season, keeps doing it, yeah. doesn't he? Keeps yeah. doing it. He's a character, isn't he? Oh, I love him, absolutely love him. Well, he was he was, he was manager of Bury. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When my old mate Danny Swales, he he um, when he started off at Bury, Warnock was the manager then, and he couldn't stand him. He hated him. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. I um I was once a ball boy at Berry when Warnock was a manager. Well, yeah. Yeah, against uh <laughs> and they were uh, John Aldridge was their manager. Right. Yeah, John Aldridge, that's a name, isn't it? John Aldridge. That would have been about 94, 95, that about. Yeah, yeah, probably was, yeah. Mm. Right, okay, that's all right. Right, mate, you mentioned this one earlier, Roy, and uh, we're, we're going to have a little chat about the blue card. <laughs> I can see the look on your face already. So. <laughs> well, that's that, that's it all, really. When's it going to end? It's just like, what, are they going to have cheerleaders coming on on 20 minutes? And 
<laughs> performing at half time, you know what I mean? And it's just getting a bit beyond the joke now, isn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Did they still have them at Palace, the old cheerleaders? Because they used to have them on it. They had them at Bolton at one point, the Reebok. Um, they had them at half time and before game, and I don't know if they still got them now, but it's just like, come on, man, play football. Oh, no. I know. I was having a conversation with my brother the other night because he's a big rugby fan. So he, he sees the benefits, you know, like this yellow card Simbin thing. Yeah. Was all, because that, that respect for the referees in rugby has been there for, for years and years. No, if, if you say anything to the ref, in, it, it will be. It's like it's one word, and the ref's like, "Nope, off you go. Go on, go away." Yeah, no, but there's never been that in football. Well, for, what, nah. for, years, for years, they're a different breed, aren't they? The, the rugby lads, the eighteen stone mad people, yeah. and they get trodden on and start laughing, don't they? You know what I mean? Yeah. These get the shoelace trodden on, and they're rolling <laughs> five meters across the pitch, aren't they? You know what I mean? And takes a lot of skill, that though, Roy. But then takes a lot of skill, that though. I know, yeah, so many times. It's comical, isn't it? You know what I mean? It is. You get 100 grand a week for doing that. Fucking hell. I watched that Fernandez yesterday for United. Oh, God, he needs his undies kicking right up his ass. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, come on, man. You know what I mean? Shape up. What do you think, Lewis, with the old blue card? You think it'll work? Well, you know something, Chip, I was thinking about this and like I totally agree with you in terms of like the refs in rugby. I think they could like footballers really could learn a little bit from the rugby guys. I know you're always gonna get like, you know, a little bit of argy bargy and stuff, but um I think if the ref was mic'd up it might help in terms of his authority because you'd understand what was being said. But the blue card, no, I'm not I'm not having it. I'm not having it. You wouldn't know who was on the pitch, who was off the pitch. You wouldn't know when it you know, if a substitute was coming on, if it was if it was a geezer coming back from the simbin. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine these players playing in the seventies on the pitches they did, and yeah, you know what I mean, in the snow with a, a yellow ball, orange ball, you know what I mean, and <laughs> yeah. that's unheard of and unthought of now, you know what I mean? Yeah, kicking lumps out of each other and getting you know, having, having, having a pint at the end of the game with each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's just football. All right, so they, yeah, well, that's not, I think I don't think there's that much else to say really about the blue card because I don't I don't think there's going to be yeah. many people that are going to be. Uh, Fans of that. Chuck it in the bin, I said. Chuck it in the bin. So look at the current table as it stands. So obviously we've got Liverpool at the top, City, Arsenal and Tottenham. That's the top four. Are we going to see any changes with that, do we think? I think City will ride it, you know. I think it'll go to, to the wire, but I think City'll City's squad in it. You, you can't leave beyond their squad. It's just amazing, isn't it? You know what I mean? Whoever they bring in it's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Their, their bench would be most most other teams like first first eleven. It's ridiculous. It's madness, isn't it? You know what yeah. I mean? And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think you can look past it. I know, I've, I've got I've got a little sneaky that the Arsenal because Arsenal are coming good at the moment. They they looked so good against West Ham. They, that, that could have been a cricket score. I know, yeah, I watched, yeah, six nil. They were six phenomenal. Nil. Literally every time like the the attack right, they looked like they were going to score. It's crazy. Mm. They struggle right. though against the bigger teams, don't they? You know, they are, they struggle against the top sides, Arsenal. You know what I mean? And whereas City will grind it, they'll play bad and grind a draw out, or they'll grind a one nil out. You know what I mean? Mm. While they're away on a Tuesday night down at wherever Brentford or whatever. And I just don't, I just don't think Arsenal. 
can grind things like that out, you know what I mean? They look good when they're doing that. Again, a poor yeah. West Ham side yesterday, it was terrible. Yeah, they, they were poor, to be fair. Yeah. I think, I think like Arsenal, um, the score goals, I mean, like, they've got six goals yesterday, um, and they're getting from all over the pitch, but I don't think they've, I think they're just going to miss having that sort of number nine, like City have got Haaland, I know he's been injured, but he's still, is he still top of the goal scoring charts, even though he's had a couple of months out? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah, but they've just got the brownie bite, you know. What exactly. I mean? Yeah, it's just madness, you know. It, we, it we, is... all, we all reckon City, then, do we? All ready for City for the? I, uh... I think so. It's City and then Liverpool. I think then Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon yeah, City. I think... top three, that. What about your top? Because it's four in it. Champions League is the four. So who's your number four? I won't write these. Uh, United off. I won't write them off. No? I won't write them off. So, yeah. United no, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'd go as there. I think Tottenham will there. Because Tottenham are looking... I mean, I know that. They've they got the old phrase, like, they're a bit spursy. Well, they've been digging out some results recently. But normally, right? I mean, they got... Was it 1-0 down at Brighton at the weekend? And they've been getting played off the park. Yeah. They, they dug it out 2 on last-minute winner. We all love a last-minute winner, don't we? Nothing better in football. Well, that used to be United all the time. I think it's Bolton. Your last minute winning now can be about the 120th minute, can't it? Oh, no, yeah. It's not It's not the 90th now, is it? It's, it's <laughs> the 8 plus 6 or whatever, you know what I mean? So I did see a goal yesterday, a game yesterday. I think it was in the Serie A in Italy, and it was like a goal in the 113th minute. It's it's just a joke, isn't it? Come on, man. What's, what's that? Yeah, 23 minutes extra time? <laughs> where where did you get that from? Did they all like nip out at Chippy or something? Get some kind of bag of chips and... Wow, oh, man. Oh, dear. So, yeah, I, I, yeah what, what about being relegated? I think um, I think Sheffield United are gone, and I think Burnley, as much as they're a local side, and I'd like to see them stay up, I think they're gone as well. Um yeah. Everton, Luton, Forest, Palace. I think Brentford is... Forest, me. Yeah, do you know? Well, that's what I was looking at there. I'd love Everton. Everton have scabbed it and it last 10 years, yeah. really. Yeah, so, we were literally just saying the same thing before you came on. It's just like every single year, Everton, you know, they start off well and then it's just doom and gloom, isn't it? And yeah. No, yeah. well, it's either Everton or Forest for me, with them too, what you just said. Yeah, I'd love Luton to stay up. Yeah, I'd love Luton to stay up. Yeah, I'd love Luton. Like I did an 11,000 seat at Luton Stadium. mad that day. It's mad. It was literally like that that front row of fans, right? Literally right on top of the players. Yeah. I love that. Proper old football ground. Don't you go like past someone's back garden and above it? Back garden, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's mad. It's like you go through somebody's giggle or something, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Put away and. Proper 80s ground, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Old school. Reminds me of the old Bloomfield Road where he's falling down. There's absolutely shit all, but I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> that was like Burning Pie. I loved it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're co-op in the corner. Well, the Normid, yeah. The yeah, Normid. Norman, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah. it before then as well uh, with the big embankment and that. Right, yeah. Yeah, well, that, yeah, well a few days. We'll, we'll talk about your, uh, your, uh, your bolting in a bit. That's it. They come and tell me any more. Any more thoughts on that? Yeah, no, I, I do reckon Forest as well because I think, well, probably like you guys have said, I'd love Luton to stay up, and I reckon Everton will just have too much in the end. 
yeah. Fing, fingers crossed. So, yeah, and we got the old Champions League back as well. We're always excited about we'll the, the old Champions League. What are your thoughts then, guys? Who do you reckon could win it? Um, go on, Chips. Who, who, who do you reckon could win it this year? It's difficult to look past the usual suspects, isn't it? Yeah. Like, oh, perhaps City, Madrid, Bayern. And it's, yeah, it's very hard. Do you, reckon, do you reckon City can retain the crown, though? Because, I mean, obviously, like you say, They've looked, they've looked good in qualifying, you know, in the qualifying there, uh, but it's difficult, isn't it, to retain it? Not many people do that, but if not many people you won't bet against, you yeah. against Pep and the boys. Um, they've certainly I got the squad to do it, haven't they? I think, I think Bayern are looking mint, me a moment. Bayern. And they've, I think it's been a masterstroke for them, you know what I mean? But it's a different league playing in Champions League than it is in Germany, you know what I mean? So we'll soon yeah. see. They might have buggered that up though, or might they were by signing uh, Eric Dia. That's a bad one. There's not who saw that one coming. I think they just brought him over for mate Harry Kane's tea, haven't they? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bring you some he jelly bad, deals. He were bad for England in that day, you know what I mean? He did all right, and then suddenly went underpants, didn't he, for a bit? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, underpants was a good yeah, I think, I think buying me, I, I, I fancy buying this year. Yeah. Yeah, they, mm. they, they're, yeah, they're a decent outfit. Well, they got they got battered at the weekend, though, didn't they? Yeah, By, um, but... Is it Leverkusen? Yeah, I just think I don't know. I just think that Champions League just a different incentive for a minute. Yeah, you know? not winning for a while, either, have they? No, but don't like to say never write City off. Uh, yeah. And Madrid as well with Bellingham. That Bellingham's on fire. He's best player in the world, him. Oh, he's fantastic. Quality isn't player, he? Isn't he? Yeah. Fantastic. I'm just glad he's not like he's one of those our, our young players that we haven't ruined. Like, no, like so many. We don't ruin him, you know what I mean? We ruined Gascoigne, we ruined uh, Gerard and Lampard and all them, and Beckham, we ruined, you know what I mean? Don't don't ruin this guy, you know what I mean? He's the best player in the world. I've got yeah. a question for you, though, Roy, on that. So, I get what you're saying there about Gazza and, and players who've gone before, but do you reckon Bellingham being out there in Madrid, not having to face the English media every day. The English media, yeah, that's what it is. Do you reckon that could help him? Definitely, 100%. You know, just look, look at Beckham after the World Cup, you know, on that the documentary. I, I I was one of them, you know what I mean, at the time. <laughs> you look back and you think, oh, my God, you know what I mean? And they, they ruined him. And, and now Harry didn't slit his wrist after that. I'll, I'll never know watching it back. Yeah. Um, same with Gascoigne, you know, he, he, he had his problems, and but they just, they just, they can't wait to get on them, can they? You know what I mean? It's every little scrutiny now, every little move in it. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, bad, that's, you know, like good news is the sell, does it? So they've always got to try and dig the dig. Oh the yeah, they've always that. got to get the bad news in that. But yeah, like, did Gascoigne give a shit? I don't think he did. You know, I mean, he were a throwback to Frankie Worthington's days, wasn't he? You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean? certainly was proper. <laughs> There's not enough players like that for me these days as well, you know what I mean? The Mavericks. Well, the yeah. ma old, old Mavericks, Mavericks yeah, that's Mavericks. what they are. Yeah, um, absolutely. Who do you reckon's probably closest then? Let's, let's just have a look in the Premier League. Who would you say is probably the closest to a Maverick these days? Like, say someone like a Grealish, maybe. Yeah. Not consistent enough, I don't think. He's just not consistent, is he? I think yeah, I think it's very difficult these days to pick out a maverick. You know, 
because there's not many that they're not many what I call like individuals. You know, really, they're all you know, when they're all there on the pitch, eleven against eleven. You know, they're all playing, but there's not many players out there these that really stand out like week in, week out. Hmm. I can't. I, yeah, I mean, like Grealish, I suppose. Like I say, but he's not consistent. Bowden. Yeah. Bowden's got that little bit of craziness to them. Yeah. Like he can be a genius. Right? You don't know whether he's going to you know, like kick the ball in there or he's going to jump in the stands and batter somebody. Yeah. Really like that these days. Grealish has got a bit of that, but he he's just not consistent enough for me. You know what I mean? And probably not getting enough game time as well. You know, he's a bit. I'd like of to see him punch more people. Pardon? Would you like to see him punch more people? Yeah, just wrap, wrap around <laughs> people and that. Get him in a yeah, bit of an a few people like rip his hairband out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think it's time we have a bit of music. So we're, first off, we're going to kick off uh, with my tune. Obviously, as we've got Roy uh, from the really Shed Project on, I've chosen um, the album track name. I can't get my teeth in. But anyway, it is Our Fear is their power. And, and, I've, and I've chosen that because I think it's just for today's, well, the way we're all living, the way society is at the moment, I think this tune right, just nails it on the head what everybody's thinking. But obviously there's not a lot of people there are standing up against them. And I think uh, Roy's done it fantastically with this tune. So yeah, Our Fear is Their Power by The Shed Project. Control your mind, do it every time Control your mind, do it every time 
Disappear out of the room now for 10 15 minutes. Then we have to listen to Roy talk about his beloved Bolton Wanderers, his early memories, <laughs> favorite games. Obviously, right, everybody who's a football fan, we know what Bolton are famous for is for losing the cup final against Blackpool in 1950. <laughs> the greatest cup final that was ever made. Oh, yeah, dear over me. to you, Roy. Let's have some stories, mate. Uh, just I always your first game. My first game on my own uh, as a as a, a well going on my own with my mates was the uh, Bury on Boxing Day in 1986 at Burnham Park. Uh, I think we lost three one. Still got the program somewhere as well. Uh, it was Boxing Day 1986. Uh, that was the first game. I was ten year old, and that was the first game I went with my mates, and I remember it clear as day. And the embankment was still. On then, and uh, I think there was about three thousand there. <laughs> yeah, and I think he was in Division Four as well, the old Division Four. Ah, um, oh, those are the days, mate. When we got relegated, um, I think Aldershot relegated us that year. Um, but yeah, I grew up watching watching them in the lower leagues, and brilliant, great times, you know. Um, Robbie Savage, Mark Kem, uh, Tony Phyllis Cook. Uh, do it, Robbie. Brilliant player, Steve Thompson, Barry Cowdrill, uh, just ace. And then I remember when the Normie got built as well, it, it was Save Our Wanderers. They were collecting money and that. And then Normie come in at last minute, ask could they build that. And then, um, but then Bruce Riott come in, uh, one of my heroes, Bruce, he just totally changed the club around, you know, the players he bought. Um, and just his mentality, really. And uh, they were great days, um, getting promoted from Division 3, Division 2, up to Division 1 then. Well, and, and then and then going into the Prem, because it changed to the Prem then and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, great days. Really good days on, on Burnt Park. Um, remember, I used to I used to do a milk round, a paper round, and I used to get me fiver and me £2.50, and it was... I'm 20 to get in on, on the Burning Terrace, you know, and then just hop into town and got McDonald's and, and stuff like that. Great memories. Really good memories. 
You do all that with about three quid in your pocket. I know, yeah, it's madness. Isn't it? I used to go out with a fiver in my pocket. I'd come home, I'd have half a dozen beers, I'd be pissed up, I'd go to the football. Well, that's true, though, isn't it? It's true. Yeah. Right, yeah. You should do, you know what I mean? And, uh, These yeah. youngins, mate, they'll have no idea. <laughs> Look at us there, we're showing our age. I used to uh, have to bury for a kid a quid. I know, yeah, it's mad. Yeah. It's mad. And what is it now? I think it's 20, 25 quid in the lower league. You know what I mean? Yeah. 20, 20, um, where you sit at Blackpool, it's 20, 20 or 25 quid. Yeah. It's, Occasionally uh, 22. It's mad. You see some money game now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, but oh, like yeah. I said, I'm more of a Bernard Park man myself. When they moved up to the Reebok, I used to go up, but I was more away games and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Going out with the lads, going on the piss. Um, but yeah, I've seen some amazing players. And then obviously then Big Sam took over and just transformed us. Um, the players he brought and then getting into Europe and stuff like that and going on them jolly boys and just amazing times uh, for a small club like us. From Which would you, you say, Roy? Right? Pardon? I was just going to say, Roy, which was your best away day on the in Europe, if you've got one? I think it was. I think it was Atletico Madrid because I was on the front page of the Morning Evening News. Have you seen these men? And uh, I've I've got the picture, and I've got the paper, and it's me and my mate, and I'm just about to boot a seat, like. Me, me, uh, a few of my family saw it and recognised me straight away. I must have had about 100 phone calls that day. But I never got caught for it, touch one. I probably will, mate. I'll just touch my fridge there. Um, but, yeah, it would have been a school Madrid. What a mad, mad night that was. Um, but, yeah, I've had millions. of. I've been Wembley loads of times and stuff like that, uh, playoffs. And Reading, Reading at the playoffs were brilliant when we come back. Uh, I think that was 96. Um, but yeah, man, amazing times, amazing times. One of the best nights of my life watching Bolton was at uh, when we beat Liverpool in '92 in the FA Cup. Uh, John McGinley and Andy Walker and David Lee teaming up that night. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been been all over the place watching them. Yeah, you've, you've had some players over the years, mate, haven't you? Oh man, when Allardyce really come in, like, the the who's who of misfits, but it works. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, to get Akotcha and Jokaev and, and Elka as well. And it's just madness. And yeah. Kevin Noland, a great servant for us. That's another one who's just popped in my head now. I'm going to have to write that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we might give you a couple of subs. Yeah, I've got a few subs here. But yeah, just great days from what from what where I started watching them in Division 4 and then to being in Europe and in the prim, Premier League. And... I think there was a story when Allardyce left, he was he was after somebody. I think it might have been Canu or something like that. And um, they won't give him the money because they didn't want to get in the Champions League because it, they reckon it had cost them too much money or something. And and that's why Allardyce left. And you know what I mean? We could have, if they'd have given the money, we probably could have got in the Champions League that season. Um, yeah, but yeah, like you say, it probably wasn't much money in it those days. Because I mean, because obviously the Champions League now, the money's in there. It's Ridiculous, and it? it's a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah, you know, like Leeds are a prime example. They overspent, didn't they, a few years back? 
Yeah, well, I understand that, but we had our pants pulled down by Gartside and all that as it as it unraveled after when Sam left. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got they got Megson in. Megson weren't that bad. Just he, the fans hated him. The fans yeah. hated him. Them at Blackpool, Straight mate. Horrible little yeah. bastard. Nobody liked him. <laughs> and then we got Owen Coyle in, who just totally destroyed the club. And and then Neil Lennon, and it just got worse and worse. Dougie Friedman. And uh, but I'm glad he's stable now, you know what I mean, with Ian Everett and the new owners and stuff like oh, that. Because it makes we... me cry, mate, when you say his name. Yeah, well, that yeah, he's a, he's a legend, he was absolute legend. I'm not my people that bit Blackpool, we wanted him as our manager a couple of years ago. Yeah, he's doing really well. Yeah, great, great, the, player, great have, manager. the owners have stabilized the club because, like I say, I think we were two days from going under ourselves, like Bury, you know what I mean? It's sad, it's tragic. Really, is it, is it that close? Oh, yeah, it was a day. It was a, oh, that was yeah. it. If we didn't have so much money by this this day, and that was it, bump, we would have been over and done with. And yeah. uh, how all the like Macclesfield, Bury, teams like and clubs a long, long tradition. And the Premier League can't help them clubs out with what fifty grand, hundred grand to keep them yeah. afloat or whatever is is just a joke. Absolutely, it shows the gulf in money and and power in in between Premier League. Teams, Champions League teams, and, and the lower league teams. You know yeah, what I mean? I bet, I bet like, like you say, like the big teams. I bet there's not many of their, the, the big teams where the, none of the players are under 100 grand a week. Like oh, I know, say, yeah. They, and if they can't throw 50 grand over to bury or something, just to, I say, because I mean, that, look, it's clubs like ours, like the Blackpools, the Boltons, the Berries. I mean, that's where the grassroots football, that's where a lot of these players that have been playing in the Premier League and have been successful. This is where they all start. Well, these should be feeder clubs for the big clubs, you know what I mean? It, it, yeah. They should be really players at our clubs and then putting them through to the big boys. But um, this, like I say, I, I think I read somewhere that about forty or fifty percent of clubs in the in the country are on on the the edge of financial ruin anyway. You know what I mean? They, they're yeah. just making a profit. They're making a loss, and you know what I mean. How long can that go on for? You know, there should be a there should be a like a scheme or a share of wealth for if somebody is in trouble, they get pulled out of out of trouble, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think instead of spending all this time thinking about more ways how they can ruin the game. Yeah. Well that's they what be they getting do. Their heads together and let's let's see how we can save the game. Let's see we can save it, save these old clubs and better the game for the for the grass grassroots, because that's where it starts anyway, the grassroots, yeah. doesn't it? Well, yeah, a lot of these, like you say, a lot of these football teams, like it, it they're the heart of the community. Yeah, 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 of course they are, yeah. And it, yeah. It, a lot of these clubs like us at Bolton, they, they put them onto these industrial states outside of town and that, and they're no, they're no longer in the community, some of the clubs, you know what I mean? They're on the outskirts of town and stuff like that. And like I say, is it for the good? Is, is it for the better? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Lewis? Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that prize money in football like within the country should be sort of as it's collated there should be a pot where yeah prize money is donated and then if clubs in serious trouble then you know that said club can be helped out i mean obviously i know there's been owners over the years who've abused um rules and regulations and things and obviously maybe that's a, a separate matter but you know if a club is genuinely in trouble um i think you should certainly be looking to try and help them out um, and I think I think there's a bigger thing about vetting owners now, isn't there? There's a lot yeah. more room 
mm. which are player now, you know what I mean, which weren't there. So that's 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 for the good of the game, you know what I mean? Because any Tom, Dick and Eric can say they've got 200 million quid and they've got nothing, you know what I mean? Michael Nyan, do you remember him at, at United in yeah. <laughs> 1989, I think it was? And yeah. uh, he, he had all that money and whatever, and, and doing kick-ups on pitch and all that, and he, he didn't have a pop, did he? <laughs> <laughs> Good on him, man. <laughs> yeah, I think I might have got that myself. Oh man! So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to buy such and such club. Take my picture on on the pitch, kick a ball around. I know, yeah. And then tell them you got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there was that. There's been like players that have done that as well, aren't there? I can't remember. There's there's a guy. I can't remember. I, I should have researched this, better, but it's just coming to my head. He, he, there was a guy at Bolton called Bassini, and he, he turned up at, at, at uh, Reebok. I think and this is thinking of, yeah. Yeah, demanded to be let in, and, and he said he's got a check there for X amount of million quid and all that. And it yeah, turned yeah, out that's him, yeah. Bassini. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. What in nutters. <laughs> and what, Roy, what do you think about the new name of the stadium? Or, I know it's been probably about 12 months now, but the old Tushy. You know, but it's always the Reebok to me that you know what I mean, and it is to me. We still call it the Reebok, um, the old school people and what have you. But I've just never fell in love with the Reebok because because you get brought up on Burnham Park and it and the atmosphere there, and I just love old school clubs. You know what I mean? I, I love traditional old school clubs, and I don't think that'll ever leave me. You know what I mean? Yeah, there are some of these. There's some of these sponsors. Isn't one of them called like the Wham, Wham Bar Stadium or something? Is it Doncaster? I think that's Doncaster. Yeah, something yeah, like that. I think it is. Yeah, it's, it's mad. Absolutely mad. But yeah. it's all, that's like we keep touching. It's all about the money, isn't it? Whoever comes yeah, in with the most money, it's all about, isn't it? It's all about money. Everything. Life's about money, isn't it? Yeah, I'm surprised it's not like a Jorex Stadium or something. Or probably will be next year. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> You got to, I believe you got like a little quiz for Roy Lewis. Well, I have. Um, I think I've got it together. I don't know all of the answers. So we're going to give it a go. <laughs> we're going to roll with it. If you give me an answer right, it's probably going to be right anyway. So we'll just right, go work, we'll work on that theme. How about that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, then. So um, top goal scorers in Bolton Wanderers history. I'm going to give you the number one top goal scorer. Um, and that is Nat Lofthouse. We're just going to say that. So, I want to know, I'm going to give you another a name of another club legend. I want to know where he appears on the list. Okay, so, Nat Lofthouse, number one. This man, John McGinley, where is he in the higher echelons of Bolton all-time top scorers? Number three. Ooh, number three. Oh, you're wrong, right, unfortunately, mate. He is number 10. Get out of it. Number 10. Number 10. Bloody hell. Okay, so with that in mind, I'm going to give you a couple of bonus points if you can tell me. So we'll go like within uh, how close you can get. But how many do you reckon that Lofthouse got? And he played for Bolton from 1946 to 1960. How many goals do you reckon he got? I I should know this. I should fucking know this. Um... Well, that's he's having to think. I'm going to, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with 298. Interesting. 340. 340. Okay. Yeah. So 
closest is Chippy. In fact, <laughs> very close. So, oh. 285 goals. 285. Yeah. And I tell you what, we're going to do this again with John McGinley, and you can both have a guess, and let's see who's closest there. So, John McGinley, how many goals did he get for the Mighty Wanderers? 156. Okay, and Chippy? 123. Chippy's done you again, Roy. 118. <laughs> He's going up on fan you, Chips. <laughs> Absolutely not, mate. Absolutely no. not. McGinley's <laughs> one of my heroes as well. Oh, my yeah. old time life heroes. <laughs> okay, then. Go so, for three out of three. The next question is, in fact, you can both play this one as well. So, um, moving on to just Premier League all-time all time Premier League scores. So, it's Premier League era. Um, who's the top goal scorer in the Premier League era for Bolton Wanderers? I go Kevin Nolan. Kevin Nolan over from Chippy. An Elka. Ooh, Kevin oh, Nolan or an Elka. None of you are correct. Oh. The answer is Kevin Davis. Davis. Oh, Kevin Davis. He was class, Davis. I forgot about him. Now, interestingly, Kevin Davis got 68 goals in the Prem for Bolton. Now, Chippy, you were closest again, because Kevin Nolan was number two, and he got 39. He used to take friends in that, Nolan, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. So, Ron, you said, you said Anelka, he came fifth on the list, and the real surprise, the third highest goal scorer for Bolton Wanderers in the Premier League, Matty Taylor. Taylor was a great player. Very underrated player, Matty Taylor. Matty Taylor. Left-footed lad, weren't he? Remember right? Yeah, yeah. Played for Portsmouth. Yeah. Yeah, he did, yeah. Great player. Okay, then. So, um, the highest ever recorded attendance um, for the Bolton game um, is actually, when I can find it, (laughs) (laughs) it was your... um, so, your highest ever attendance for a Bolton game um, was, I believe, the um, EFL trophy match. Uh, uh, uh. And that was when you won it. So, you won the EFL trophy uh, last yeah. year at Wembley. 79,389 people got down to Wembley to see that. It's amazing, isn't it? Wow. Yeah, that was amazing. So it's the highest attendance at an EFL trophy match. And I think it's also the highest attendance um, out of what would say maybe classed as a, a Bolton home match. I mean, obviously, I know there might have been more, you know, if they played away, mind you. I don't know if there'd be more than 79,000. Anyway, right? So the highest attendance at an EFL game, 79K. The highest attendance at a Burnham Park match. Right. Give it me. It was the closest wins. 54,000, and it was against City in the Cup, wasn't it? Right, that's Roy's answer. Oh, he sounded pretty confident there. What's he saying, 54,000? Saying 54. I'm going to say 54,001. No, 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 I'll go for um, 51. Right. Roy gets the points, and he gets two points, because... He was the closest. It was 69,912. But Roy gets a bonus point because absolutely correct against Manchester City in the FA Cup. Well done, Roy. And that was actually the 
fifth round. Was it around 1953 or something? 1933, even earlier. The fifth round. Okay, then, guys. So the next question is, so good that he named him twice. JJ, from which club did you sign JJ Akatcha? Oh, oh. They're playing green. That's his that's his national team, Nigeria. <laughs> no, they have <laughs> Super Eagles. <laughs> no. I think who it was. No. Okay, that's We're a pass from Chippy. We're at a German side. Or at a Turkish side. Or was it a French oh. one? No, <laughs> an Italian one. It was either a German side or a Turkish I've got, side. I've got to stop you there now. I've got to really stop you because you said a German side, Roy, and then you said, oh, was it a Turkish? And then Chippy goes, oh, a French one. Well, it's three consecutive previous clubs. You signed him from France. Proud of that, he <laughs> played in Turkey. I'm proud of that, he played in Germany. <laughs> well, well we do that. We knew that, obviously. <laughs> so you signed yeah. him from Paris Saint-Germain. Paris Saint-Germain, yeah. yeah. And uh, prior to that, he played for Fenerbahce and Fenerbahce. Frankfurt in Germany. Frankfurt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> PSG to Bolton, eh? Liverpool I can't do that, but I got it in the wrong order. <laughs> okay, then. The final question is, Perth Ransom, Bolton legend... Who's decorated his house? <laughs> oh, there you go, right. <laughs> what did he like? Was he uh, was he a dado rail man or? He was so a pound, but, but a, a really quiet guy. Really quiet guy. Brilliant. Okay, and so for the last question, with whom did he play his international football? Denmark. Correct, Mundo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there we go. That brings to the end the quiz, and uh, well, you both you both got some decent points there, and it was a it was a good laugh. Was it? Nice it was, I it was a good laugh. We won. Oh, Chippy! You know, I got the bonus, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. We got we got to give it to Roy. There, I reckon. Let's Roy. have a draw there, Chipster. Yeah. Let's have a draw. Yeah, go on then. Well, no, no, no I'll, be, I'll be the gentleman on it, mate. You, you, you can take the wings. You got the bonus point. You got the city thing, which is quite yeah, impressive, brother. really. I reckon. I reckon a score draw. <laughs> score draw, two two. Score draw. <laughs> we have some new, more new, uh, more music, Lewis. Yeah. So, Roy, I'm going to choose now. We know that you, um, well, you know how I feel about I've Got the Blues. I think I chose it as my song of last year and can't wait to hear the new version as well. I think it's going to be stunning and, and blow everyone away. But um, the reason I'm going for this one, and it's because of a post when you put I've Got the Blues, um, you said it's going to be the final single. And I was surprised because there's a song on the album that I really think deserves a sort of moment as well. Um, and it's a it's a completely different feel, but it's uh, it's naughty, and it's just like this is old school, this is down dirty, naughty by, by name, naughty by nature, um, and yeah, it's just straight to the dance floor. So we've got to turn it up loud, get our dancing shoes on, and this is naughty by the Shed Project. 
asked you to pick your all-time Bolton eleven, and uh, do you want to share that one with us? Uh, I'm going to go for manager. I'm going to go for Bruce Rioch instead of Big Sam. Everyone would think Big Sam. I just think Rioch changed things around for us. I think he should be credited with how we got to the Prem and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Bruce Rioch. Um, he buggered off to Arsenal like, and left us in the shit with Colin mm. Sodden. But I just think Bruce Rioch as manager, uh, just just edging um, Mr Allardyce. Uh, in goal, Jaskalainen, greatest keeper we've ever had. Uh, left back Ricardo Gardner, Jamaican international class. Um, right back, I'm gonna go for Bruno and Gotti, uh, because we've had a, some poor right backs over the years, Nicky Hunt and that. But Ungotti, one of my favorite players, and then Goodney Bergson, the Iceman, and Alan Stubbs in the center of defense. Alan Stubbs, yeah, Alan Stubbs, it, Stubbs, it. great, so great. Yeah, I think we sold him to Everton, didn't we? To Stubbs, yeah. 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 I tell you what, Roy, right? I'm playing along with you here because I did mine and it'll pay into insignificance compared to yours, but I completely forgot about Bruno and Gotti. So you got him a class. Oh, what a player. He, he's a monster. We got him from Marseille. Brilliant player. Uh and then on the right, I'm gonna go for Jason McAteer. Yeah. And then uh in the middle, Jokiev. Um with Fernando Hierro. He only did one season for us, but wow. I watched him, and he, it's just like watching a paint, a paint pictures, you know what I mean? No matter who was with him or near him, he just had so much time and space. And uh, one of the greatest players I've ever seen live, Fernando, Fernando Aero. And then Cotter on the left, uh, and then up front, it's got to be an Elker and Lofthouse up front. Um, that's what I've gone for up front. You're surprised there's no way Gary Speed in there, Roy. He's on my subs bench, Speedo. Um, yeah. Along with Campo, Alan Thompson, uh, Keith Brannigan. Thompson, yeah. And then Super John McGill, me hero, my all time hero. And then Frankie Worthy, uh, the king. The king of the Mavericks as well. well I see you got Alan Gale and Franny Lee, Peter Beers, they had a few seasons but but Bolton, you know. I've had some great, great players over the years. Kevin Nolan, Kevin Davis, you know, two great players. So there's a, there's a long, long list, but I think them are my main ones. Uh, I'm surprised so, you've yeah. not got John Mack in there, though. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Maybe a bit of an early sub. I'll tell you my early hero, my, my early hero, and he was awful, Stuart Storer. I don't know. I think Chippy might remember Stuart Storer. I don't know. Yeah, the name, it rings a Played in from about 88 to 1990 for us, and he was a winger, and he used to run it out every time. He used to get, do brilliant, get get it, and then he couldn't whip it over. But uh, I don't think he's in football now, but he, he was one of my early heroes, Stuart Storer. I tell you what, though, Roy, <laughs> like, I forgot about quite a few there, like, Alan Thompson, what a player. He was an Alan Stubbs as well. Stubbs, they, like I say, they, they made it. They, they, they set everything off, you know what I mean? And um, Yeah, we've had some absolute crap at Bolton Live, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that, they were my top ones. I did Definitely. one just from the outside looking in and I went with Jaskalainen, Piero, Bergson, Gardner. I had them in like a back three. I don't know if they all yeah. defence. And then I went for the midfield, Nolan, JJ, Speed and Campo. And I had three up front, Anelka, Bjorke, Evan Davis. 
Great team. Not 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 too uh, not too far off. We're no, not too not, far away, are we? Really, you know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, enjoy listening to your choices. Eh? They were really good. Nice one. Even even yours, Lewis. I was quite quite impressed with your uh, your bolt and knowledge. Well, he's half Bolton, isn't he, Lewis? You know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's on the board, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bless him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we go, we've got another um, community question. Again, this is from Steve. And he wants to know, Roy, uh, is now the best time to, re to be releasing Shed Project music or would Roy prefer to be doing it in another era? That's a good question. I, don't, I, I think if I was 16, 17 doing this now, then, I wouldn't be able to write about what I'm writing about now, if you know what I mean. But I think I, if I think if the Shed Project were releasing music in 89, 90, 91, I, I think I'd be sat on a yacht now. I, I really do. <laughs> yeah. Because we would have just fit right into it, you know what I mean, with our personalities and, and how we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't, I've no no regrets about coming into it like, like I have, um, not at all. But I do feel I do feel very very strongly there's some sort of vendetta against us with certain DJs, certain organisations and and festivals. We're trying to get on every festival going and we're just getting knocked back. You know what I mean? And it's just a shitty industry we're in. But we'll just keep trying, keep knocking on the doors, and and keep selling out our own gigs before they can, before they have to take us on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's so all you can do, mate. Just continue the way you're doing. Well, obviously, mate, you've got a you've got a decent fan base. You're selling out everywhere that you go. So why why are you constantly getting ignored? Like for the what I want to call that like, the bigger yeah festivals, the bigger venues, or whatever you want to call them. It's it's yeah. Don't get it. Don't massage. Am I outspoken? Not really. I'll just say how it is. You know what I mean? If if I, if I say something wrong, I'll, I'll hold my hands up and, and that's it. You know what I mean? I'm a bit too honest for my own good, but that shouldn't deter from the quality of the music and the quality of us live and, and the following we've got. So yeah. I've just give uh, I've got the blues to Sally at the Songbird uh, to do this time. Instead of me doing all the work this time, I'm going to give it to Sally and see what response we get. Off these certain people when it, wow. when we be our company behind us, so will it change? Who knows? You know, who knows? Yeah, yeah, maybe it's time for you to try something a little bit different, mate. Not not that's so much different, but you know, like just a little bit of added help. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I've done it. And um, if if a tune can't like I've got the blues guy get played off some like John Kennedy, there's something wrong. The summer yeah, seems I, I agree, mate. especially like the, the, the newer version you've done. Like, the newer Karen, version of it, yeah. It's, mate, it's, I know, like you said to me like the other week, and it is stunning. Really, Thank I mean, I was a big fan of that tune anyway, but yeah, I, I don't know. There's just something about it with that camera because she's got a really, really nice soft. Well, we've kept, we've kept the vocals pretty vulnerable to go with the tune, you know what I mean? I'm quite good at that. I did it on bedtime, you know what I mean? And I'd rather the vocals be raw than, than, Enhance with artificial crap and yeah, you know what I mean. Give it, give it them raw. You know what I mean. I think it just uh, pulls across the emotional lyrics better. Totally say for me, it was the song of last year. Like it just hits you, and it's um, you know, it's straight from the heart. I think we're going to get a great response, and we've we've been in with Tim. To, obviously, we've changed our guitar player now, and uh, 
Tim's an old mate from mine at school and, and he's Shane's best mate and he's just slotted right in. But then he's just brought on an army of tunes with him and it's just like, wow. And we've had a few sessions there, writing sessions, and it's brought us all on and it's just going to get better and better. It's just going to get better and better. Big up. Big up, the, big up the Shed Army. Big up the Shed Army. Big up big the Chippy sh- Army. <laughs> ducks and chips duck and chips duck, duck and chips, <laughs> duck and chips. Duck and, that should be the has, hashtag that duck and chips yeah yeah, yeah well, 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 well. duck chips and gravy <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got, got gravy Norman got the gravy yeah, yeah man also Roy I just want to ask you because we've been talking about football and obviously you'll be loved in terms of Bolton but like You've had some of your tunes played there, haven't you? Over the PA, I've seen it quite a few times. Yeah, we've uh, we've had uh, they've, they've, we've had lucky number play the constantly, and they played a few. And yeah, there's a guy called Ivan. Uh, he took over the DJ a couple of years ago, and he he looks after. There's a new venue in Bolton called the Ramp. We supported the Jane Assembly there last year. Oh yeah, and he he's to do with Rights of Rome. He he runs Rights of Rome as well. The festival in Bolton. So um, we've kept him on the good side, and he's he's starting. You know what I mean? So to, to be at the moment, and then your tune comes on, it's something else. Um, yeah, my Thanks to Ivan, and thanks to the people at the club. Uh, it is a buzz. It's still a buzz when you you tune on the radio now. You know what I mean? It's it's mad. Yeah, it must, must be a similar thing as well when you're on the... I'm still calling it Twitter. I can't call it X. You know, when you see people oh, like sharing, sharing your music and... Oh, I love it. Love it. Like I say, we've met the people on Twitter and that's our main platform, you know what I mean? I wouldn't have met you two but otherwise, you know what I mean? And the friends I've met and, you know, personal friends like yourselves now, you know, it, it's just a mad, great community, isn't it? And uh, yeah, long may it continue and people support each other. Um, yeah. That's what it's all about at the end of the, end of the day, isn't it? And, and yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. For the, I think for, the, for the best part, most of them do, don't they? There's the odd one. Oh, there's a lot of bands. Who, who, I get begged off bands to share their stuff and things like that. And I'll share it even if I don't like it. But then when it comes to us releasing something, you don't hear from them. So they get, on the, they get crossed off the list then, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love I'll help anybody out in life and I'll I'll help any, I'll give anyone a leg and a winger band, you know what I mean? And even if I don't personally like the song, I'll still share it and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Because that's what it's all about, giving these, especially the young ones as well, because it's hard, isn't it? You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's dog eat dog, isn't it? There it is, mate. Well, I'll tell you what, right? I've absolutely loved it. Love listening yeah, to you, mate. It's always a pleasure. Always a it's pleasure. Right, 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 always, mate. No, it's fun. Uh, I think there's only really one way to end the show. I don't know if uh, Lewis wants to add anything on, on to the end here before we wrap up. It's been an absolute, absolute pleasure, Roy, and looking forward to the gigs coming up. Um, oh, wow. And uh, down the front, and uh, yeah, no, I just know you're going to take the roof off the Phoenix Club yet again. Well, like I say, we just saying it was the rehearsals, have just been a dream. You know, the last, the last three weeks, it's just like, it's just mad, it's uh, but the 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 they're more melodic now. The tunes, it, it's uh, Tim's more of a ma mix with a squire than <laughs> it's mad, it's mad. You'll see anyway when we when we play. Yeah, 
Yeah. So yeah, nice one. Well, yeah, like I say, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure. I always, always great chatting to you. And I think there's only one way to end the show, really, and that's with the, with your pick. What what was your like end the show on them, Roy? I'll have weekend millionaire, please, because we've all been there. Right, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jim. Yeah, every weekend I'm a millionaire. Crazy guy and you don't care You got nice clothes and you